podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Planet Sky FF, the world where everything revolves around £50,000. My name's Serge. You're supposed to say, my name's Gary. And my name's, and my name's now, Gary, trying to, it, fi- trying to fix his camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, very bizarre for me not to hear. My name's James next to me, but today I am joined on Planet Sky FF by none other than our Manchester United correspondent, Gary Robinson, stepping in to fill the enormous shoes that are James's. But thank you so much for jumping in. Um, welcome to the show, Gary. Uh, twice in one week, you've had COTC this week, prepping for your fixture at the weekend, and now jumping in to save the day with uh, Sky FF as well. I know people will be sick of the sight of me, so yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, there is obviously some uh, Manchester United interest. Um, your fixtures, obviously, the uh, City game aside, um, from the Fulham game onwards, are particularly good. And I'm sure you've got a chance to to go through some of that with James. Uh, for those who are, James is, is all good. He's just a bit incapacitated today. So fingers crossed he'll be back up and running. But um, considering I'm a particularly uh, well, I'm not having, I'm not a casual Sky player, but not having the best of season so far. This should be a, a whole lot of fun. And how how are you uh, feeling? First off, I know you did clash of the correspondence this week already um, with um, uh, Dara, right? For for the, the Dara, yeah, game. Fulham, yeah, that um, was it, yeah. So we've got a kind of overview. But I think as a United fan, you're probably in decent spirits right now. Yeah, I think I think um, I, I, decent spirits is right. I think James thought I'd be a bit bit happier than than I am. I think my worry is is with United is that some of these performances you think how long can it go on for playing like we are? Um, I thought Luton played really well against us. Thought Villa played really well against us. I didn't think West Ham were that bad against us. So it's it's good to win four in a row and get ourselves back in that Champions League hunt. That's amazing. But yeah, the question always is 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 that level of performance sustainable? But, you know, it doesn't need to. Maybe they can turn it around and decent fixtures coming up apart from the City game. So, you know, it can all turn around. But, yeah. yes, that was my only slight caveat that I don't think the performances have necessarily matched results yet. But, like I said, back in the top four, aren't so, yeah, mm. not I too mean, similar bad. to kind of the, the first half of, uh, or first, yeah, half of West Ham season in the sense that we were getting the results, but... How how sustainable is 30-40% possession in yeah. games? How long can you keep grinding them out, hitting them on the counter and nicking results against teams with 30-35-40% possession? Yes, it looks good and it's nice to beat Chelsea and Spurs and Arsenal and um, what have yeah. you, but eventually it does catch up with you for our last five, six weeks have been hideous really so I, I know what you mean where it's like you want the performance to at least give you confidence that it's sustainable uh a bit longer yeah. but yeah if anybody that wants a bit more of a deep dive into united they can go back and listen to to cotc from yesterday um and get a rundown today obviously sky fantasy football um how was your week and for for people obviously that um are not maybe patrons or part of slack won't know how you're doing overall are you having an all right season Whatever yeah, it is, I'm, I guarantee it's going to be better than mine. Yeah, so I'm at I'm at two thousand two hundred twenty six. Okay. Um, I've got twenty five transfers left, so um, decent. Yeah, um, I think my, my, my highest ever finishing this is one hundred thirtieth. I think I'll struggle okay. to beat my highest ever rank. Can't see myself getting higher than one hundred thirtieth with that level of with with only twenty five transfers left. At, you know, just above two and a half thousand. But you never know. You only need to. That's the good thing about this game. You only need one mad captain on some of those Monday night games in April and May, or you know, the big fixtures galore. Then you only need to go a bit obscure then, and and you can fly up the ranks. So I think, yeah, I think a decent season. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'll be troubling the troubling the money. But yeah, I think if no. I can get close to my if I can get close to my best ever finish. I'd be, be I'd be happy with that. I think anything with a uh, anything with a three figure, you know, if you right, get that top thousand, it may, you know, I've done that three times. So if I can get a fourth, I'd, I'd I'd like to do that. But you can never tell with this because you know it's all it can change. There's really so many cap- there's so many captain days, isn't there? And you you know you, the temptation to gamble towards the end can be a bit overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, if it goes right. It. 
it's amazing mm. if it goes wrong then it's <laughs> a bit dispiriting yeah, i guess like if you think about i've got similar i've got 25 transfers i'm at five and a half k um, yeah, and not for want of trying. James is around that. I know he used one this week, so he might be twenty three, twenty four. But he's like top two, three hundred, and he's shrewd. So there's a lot of good managers that are right up there. But yeah, getting up to if I could get top five hundred, I'd be super happy. Um, but definitely, like yeah. you, three figure rank would would be decent. How was your week this week? We've obviously still got uh, one more fixture to go with uh, the Liverpool uh, Luton game, but up until yesterday with the the Man City game as well. You doing all right so far? Yeah, all right. I mean, obviously, I think captain Haaland twice, so I think that'll be the same, same as everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Aki got dropped yesterday, so I've missed that clean sheet. Um, De Bruyne was benched, so I've missed that. You know, it anyway, didn't yeah, come yeah. on yesterday. So that was a that was a a bit frustrating. Um, what was the Sunday game? Sunday, now? yeah. Sun- United, yeah. Sheffield United, Brighton, or Luton, Manchester yeah, United. So, I'm assuming were you so, on a Brighton asset or? Yeah, well, I didn't. I I didn't have it. I'd come into that Sunday without anyone because I'd come off them for the to load up on City once that double was announced. Mm. So it meant I had to go back in for someone on that Sunday, and I was quite happy going back into it because I thought Brighton's fixture was attackable and United's fixture was attackable. So I was quite happy to go back into them. Um, so I went, but because I, I was taking a bit of a gamble, like I said, I, I went back in on Mitoma. So it got me. It got two assists. So it was eight points for sixteen, but obviously. Anyone with a defender and the, and the passing tiers have, have beaten that anyway, and yeah. Dunk's got an assist. So, um, in hindsight, one of the defenders, but equally, if you'd said Brighton are going to win 5 0, you would have probably gone for an attacker. At, you yeah, know, 100%. If, I'd, if, I'd gone for, if I'd have gone for a Dingra, say, then, you know, I've, I've outdone anyone with a defender. So, not too, not too dispirited about that one. And then Monday, Monday night, night, yeah, I've gambled on Anderson at Crystal Palace. He's got Burnley this Saturday, and then he'll be coming my Wolves player on the Sunday. Sunday. So mm. that was a that was a blank for me on Monday night. Um, but I don't think many won. I mean, unless you've gone on IU and there was a couple of tackle tears about, wasn't there? But yeah, I but don't think anyone's done all, that really. well out of that game, really. So yeah, but I couldn't. I think it was too. Early. I, it was too early in the season, and too many transfers left to skip it. Unfortunately, I couldn't couldn't resist. Well, I could. It. Luckily, I did resist. Yeah. I ended up with like 109 <laughs> points so far. Um, like you, I had uh, a hauling for both the Manchester uh, yeah. City captaincies. Um, there was uh, Jota kindly popped up with a, a shot tier and an assist before uh, having to be stretched off with his knee. So that was quite tidy to pick up seven. It felt good to pick up seven points from him. Yeah. Only yeah, playing 44 minutes. He was going to be, when he went off injured, I did think, do you know what? He's going to be my make weight for a Everton or Palace player. And got to Monday and I just looked at it and I just couldn't bring myself to buy one of them. I was like, I, I really, I'm not feeling it. And it's turned out in yeah. hindsight to feel like a, a decent outcome my my problem obviously over the weekend in terms of uh rank because i did drop on the saturday was i've got no arsenal players right now my my view is always to go back in for sheffield united in, in a few weeks yeah. and um so i let it yeah. go with saliba in the meantime they have obviously cleaned up so anybody with uh saliba gabriel or saka has had a field day in the last um couple of weeks even if they didn't particularly uh captain them um, I had uh, Romero. I got a little past here, but again, them losing. I don't mind Spurs losing any time, but uh, it didn't, no, it didn't no. help me with any particular uh, points from that point of view. And uh, even Ariola was a four-pointer for me, despite West Ham's uh, defeat. On Sunday, I've only owned one Brighton player since overhaul, Van Heck, and he uh, picked yeah. up a 10-pointer for 20 points. Um, and looking at it, like I've I had him for two captaincies since overhaul. Wolves on the Monday night, if you remember, that was a yeah, 13, yeah. 13 pointer. Yeah. And for Sheffield United, where I captained him, which was a ten pointer. In between that, minus one five one. So he's done nothing in between. But the two days that I've needed oh, him yeah. for captaincy, yeah. he is absolutely cleaned up. And um, at his value, like solid as you like, really. Um, we'll talk about yeah. the the passing numbers, but I know him and both him and Dunk were in excess of like the hundreds in terms of passing yeah, think, numbers on the Sunday, think, massive numbers. Yeah. The frustration with Brighton in Sky this season has been just that lack of clean sheets. So 
because we all loved the, the thought of Duncan, of Anneken at the start of the season, didn't we? But because yep. those clean sheets dropped off, I think, well, I certainly did anyway, he thought, how much do I actually need this anymore? As yep. cheap as they are, like yep. you just said, obviously they've had the two or three clean sheets, but aside from that, you've it's been all over the shop, hasn't it? Minuses mm. and low scores. And I think that's been the frustration probably especially with Dunk on Sunday, now he's got a clean sheet and assist and a passing tear. And probably a lot of us are thinking, oh, if that had been early in the season, I would have had that. But, you know, you can only, you've got to react, haven't you? And, you know, th- that lack of clean sheets has been a problem. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got to Monday. Like the, the obvious transfer for me was Jota because I know he's out for a little while now. Yeah. Um, and I looked at it and I'm I'm lined up in a three five two. So I was looking, well, where do I go? I can go I can go to a defender or forward, but I know Solanke's on my radar to get to because of the extra fixture when that comes up and I want to captain him and, and what have you. So I was thinking yeah. with my with my third striker slot, do I want to fill that right now with an Everton or Palace striker? Not particularly. I didn't fancy either really for a clean sheet. And and like you, the the move to a Wolves player was already on 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 the card so it's, yeah. it wasn't one it was two transfers one in and then one to move on to a Wolves player yeah is it going to be worth it and I just I, I let it go I suppose um 50% of me letting it go was uh I can't think of someone obvious that I want to go to and 50% was I didn't want to use the rest of my brain power to actually go through and figure out yeah I who mean... am I even going to get out of this <laughs> yeah. so for me it's like, did... if in doubt I just let it go leave it be yeah. rather than strategize did... and figure it all out which James would do right he'd figure out okay what's my daisy chains for me it's easier yeah. just to let it go and and it's paid off this time it's definitely hurt me in the past but it paid off this time yeah I was the same I mean in in hindsight you know the, the fact that I was um it was while we were the the clash while we were recording that and me and James were like what should we do once we've got the teams in at seven o'clock mm-hmm. and even th- I think James was a bit and I even then I was thinking right am I you know where am I going do I want to go to Calvert-Lewin am I going to and and that really that should have been the sign to go I'm just doing this for the sake of doing it I'm doing yeah. it to get a captain today in a fiction that's probably going to be quite dull probably not going to be many tears in it um, you know and that really should have been the, the thing in your brain to say you should believe in this but like I say for me it was too early in the season and too many transfers left to skip it and I thought I thought with Palace having Burnley this Saturday I thought could I get even if I get a blank on Monday, which I did, yeah, can I can I maybe get if, you know sheet. if Anderson gets a clean clean sheet on Saturday, then I can go straight into Huang or Neto or you know whichever Wolves that we'll we'll discuss. So, but yeah, I think that's probably a lesson, isn't it? That if you're still thinking it <laughs> with 55 minutes to go and you still don't know what you're doing, the answer probably is you you might be best off just skipping it and forgetting about it and. And there move on, but yeah, mm, one agreed. Of them. But but equally, we've all done we've done that in the past, and you you know you get, you know, I remember them remember late on in the season a few years ago when Ferran Torres got a hat trick for City in a four all or something, and you know you can get those mad ones on those Friday night Monday night games, so you can't beat yourself up too much about it because no. next time next time we do that when the doubles or the the extra fixtures come in, there will be an odd brace yeah. or a, a mad clean sheet so it's one of them isn't it if you if you keep skipping all of them then you, you're never going to make any games either so no yeah and the good thing I being in, in kind of uh your rank my rank is that we can be a little bit more aggressive and attack it with yeah uh, less fear whereas we, if you are in the top 100 or top 200 sometimes you end up being a little bit defensive rather than aggressive and and yeah. whether or not it pays off it's definitely more fun so <laughs> um, yeah that's it at least it. at least you've got a captain there but yeah i, I think if you were in the looking like you might be going for a to try and win it yeah you're probably looking at going I don't want a Crystal Palace or an Everton playing my team so <laughs> I'm just skipping it and move on but yeah anyway yeah. it's done now yeah so uh with the upcoming we've obviously got Luton uh Liverpool or Liverpool Luton I should say it's uh Anfield tonight um I now only have uh Van Dyke in my team so he'll be my default captaincy I'm not going to move Jota on to another Liverpool player um 
obviously they've got uh, no fixture coming up. I mean, it's like a Friday night fixture, as Ian Parent would say. But yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not particularly thinking about moving to, to a sideways to another Liverpool player because I want the captain's coverage for Sunday. And, we'll, and Wolves do have some decent fixtures afterwards. Uh, who have you got for tonight? Is it a case of a Van Dijk or a Trent? No, exactly the same. I've only got Van Dijk and um, I haven't. I, I, I won't be buying anyone. I suppose the only dilemma I've got is if we get the team and Van Dijk's not in it, then then what do we do? Because can you can we really skip a Liverpool versus Luton fixture? But it's not going into anything. It would it would just be for tonight, wouldn't it? And you know, but if if Van Dijk's not in that team, which he probably he, he probably he will be in it unless he's got injured, won't he? You know, he will be in that team, so there's probably no problems there. But that'll be my only slight dilemma is if he doesn't play, you can't be skipping that. But yeah, I think I'd go to Nunez or or something. I mean, we don't know what the Salah prognosis is if he's available. But problem with Salah is I don't have enough money to even get there from Jota. Yeah, so it'd have to be yeah. Nunez for me. I do think look, if you were to buy a Nunez, let's say, and you captain him today, then the next fixture being the Saturday, the second uh, of March, is Nottingham Forest away. Um, and they are probably probably the best captaincy on that day. You've got Aston Villa that yeah. are away at Luton. Um, I don't know if anyone's holding any Tottenham assets there at home to Crystal Palace, potentially, or yeah. Romero. But you'd think Nunez away at Nottingham Forest, there's going to be goals in that. Maybe he, maybe you'll get two captaincies out of him if you do decide to take the plunge and make an additional Liverpool transfer, which kind yeah, of makes I mean, it more but... stomachable. The more captaincies, the more the more stomachable it will become. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just bear in mind, obviously Darwin looks he came off injured. Yeah, I mean uh, so we might be we might be in the gap pole levels or the Wataro endo it is then. Fine. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I mean. This is because they're missing because they're missing, you know, if they were missing Van Dyke, Salah, Jotter and Dia and and, uh, Darwin. Yeah. You know, and and Allison, you know, there's probably nowhere really to go, is and like by the time they played Forest, if they're all back then Whoever you captain, whoever you bought tonight, might be missing, missing by then anyway. So, yeah, it'd be a anyway. Look, Van Van Dyke will be fit. You know, yeah, he, he played crossed. on Saturday. I'm not. I don't particularly fancy Liverpool for a clean sheet tonight. To be honest with you, I think Luton will, will, will get onto the score sheet with the um, injuries they have. I think Luton's uh, aggressive nature. I fancy them to get onto the score sheet, but yeah, but he should be good surprised. for a pass here. Yeah, I think um, I think the passing tiers against Luton have. Dipped a little bit, haven't they? I mean, mm. they're absolute cert to get a passing tier against Luton earlier on in the season. But I mean, I think Varane only had four in the first half against Luton and things like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think the passing tier should be fine, especially at Anfield. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Luton got well. I'd be surprised if they got a point it's outside. Scored, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they if they get on the score sheet for sure. Put, put the cat amongst the pigeons at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On uh, Saturday, uh, while we cover off captaincy, obviously Manchester City are away at Bournemouth. Um, so yeah. the, the, I mean, with Haaland's ownership, I don't know if people will be particularly burnt from a Sky point of view, feeling like they might have had more from him this week. I, I do think the triple captaincy in FPL plays on people's minds more than maybe because he scored yesterday in, in Sky. So you've yeah. got your, your points off him there. Um but then there are viable alternatives like Ollie Watkins at home to Nottingham Forest is a decent decent option. Um, yeah. when a, and he's got very high ownership. Brighton's home tie against Everton. They haven't been in the best of form. Everton recently, Brighton found a no. little bit of form. Yeah, I can't see myself going beyond Holland if I'm honest with you, just because the ownership's going to be so high there. Yeah, I can't see myself going beyond it against Haaland, but you look, you, you, I do, and I'm thinking this in FPL as well. You do look at that set of fixtures and think, is this one where you can try and bet against Haaland? And I, I, I mean, I'm fifty-fifty because Watkins is an obvious one. Arsenal at home to Newcastle. Newcastle have been dreadful away from home. You know, Hoyland. I mean, what, not many people be on Hoyland, but Hoyland at home to a Fulham team without Polinia. There yeah. are options there, but it's always the same, isn't it? If you take Haaland on. And he goes off on, you know, it's probably not worth the risk, is it? But no. there are there are there are some tempting things to have a bet against it there, and it's a a tricky one. But yeah, bottom Bournemouth are decent, aren't they? But they do 
you know, Liverpool got four there the other week, didn't they, when they went there? So you wouldn't be surprised if City did something similar. So, yeah, I think it'd be a reluctant one where you just stick with Haaland and think, oh, could I have had a gamble there? But I think you're right. It's probably not worth it. No. Um, just for what it's worth, James is going to be captain Holland on Saturday. Yeah. Um, whilst we were going through our teams, I've just realised I've completely, like, he's not been on the pod for all of about 15 minutes. I've completely forgotten about him. He did send me, send me his team. Um, and he had obviously, he captained Holland for, for the Saturday and the last night fixture as well. Uh, yeah. On the, uh, Sunday, he captained Gross. Uh, for an eight point, a doubled up to 16. He had Van Heck as well, but he ended up captaining Pascal Gross. I think Pascal Gross has been decent for him since overhaul, uh, if I'm honest with you. He's done, done yeah, really he's well. Player, he, um, he's popped up with assists and been pretty consistent as well. So he did he did okay there. He's got all of the, the, the same players that maybe the rest of us have in Van Dyke, Rodri Foden, De Bruyne, Watkins. The, those are kind of high ownership players. Um, he did well on the Saturday with Saliba, 10-pointer. Um, where, yeah. like I said, I didn't own any uh, Arsenal assets. Have you got an Arsenal defender in your team? Yeah, I've, yeah, I kept I kept Saliba. Um, you know, I, I was I I got rid of Saka uh, reluctantly and, and been burnt massively by that. But yeah, I I think Saliba to me is yeah, Arsenal's defensive um, stats are great. His passing stats are great. I just, uh, it wasn't a transfer I wanted because I knew I want to come mm-hmm. back to him. Whereas someone like Asaka, you, you, obviously it's gone wrong, but you can go to your City players and you, I thought there was more of a, a possible upside there. I mean, as it turned out, I should have just stuck with Saka, but. Well, yeah, again, hindsight's a wonderful <laughs> thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think mean, James yeah. has said the same thing about Monday. He sold uh, Cole Palmer for uh, Jared Branthwaite in the end, yeah. which on paper, like if we always talk about the decision versus the outcome. I think it's a sensible choice because Chelsea now, um, they've only they've got the Brentford game and that's it um, up until Newcastle, which is Monday the 11th of, of March. There's a yeah. long gap to have just one fixture, whereas Everton... Everton have got four if you include the Palace game in that yeah. same time period. It was the right choice to maybe go to an Everton or, or Palace player. The outcome hasn't worked out yet. Um, but whether or not yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the make weight that James yeah. does on Sunday, we'll, we'll have to see. Say so 118 points. I don't know if it's a, a green arrow or a red arrow for him, but it'll probably be half of the course based on what I've seen with the rest of it. Um Back to captaincy, though. Sunday, we've talked about Wolves uh, away at Sheffield United. Now, Sheffield United have been shipping goals, so you'd think maybe an attacking player might be uh, one to consider. Neto's going to be popular. Huang definitely is going to be popular. Um, yeah. Joao Gomez now may be throwing his hat into the ring. Do you have a Do you have a preference at the moment? I think um, I think as it stands now, it'll be Huang. Uh, I just think he's a bigger goal threat. Um, I think Neto obviously tends to get more assists, doesn't he? And um, I mean, there's probably not a lot in it between them. They're both they're both superb players, um, but I think Quang's goal threat and yeah, I think probably just tend to tend to go for that. I get similar to my Brighton thinking. Really, is I know there's probably an easy clean sheet there, possibly for Wolves or some tears in that, but I, I want to get on the right side of a. 5-0, 6-0 and you know I think I think I'd be more annoyed if I missed going for Huang getting three in a 6-0 than I would if I just miss out on a you know a, a tackle tear and a clean sheet from someone I'm not you know I'd rather go for that that especially you, in Sheffield United because they've been the worst side in the league by a mile haven't they yeah have you given any thought to your off point for whoever you buy from Wolves because I think that kind of influences uh potentially who you go for as well not, not really, because they've got a decent run of fixtures, haven't they? Um, they have. Got, but then, if you look yeah, at it, got... so um, for example, James is talking about that a potentially coming off the Wolves asset for Chelsea Newcastle, which is the eleventh of um, Monday, the eleventh, and going back to yeah. Cole Palmer for captaincy for that. If that's the case, then the three um, the three Wolves games are home to Sheffield United, away at Newcastle home to Fulham. So yeah. it's the home, home games against Sheffield United and Fulham. I don't know if Gomez would be there for tackles. Whereas if you look a little bit longer, away at Newcastle, away at Villa, you'd think the tackles might be there, but maybe the yeah, attacking returns yeah. aren't there. So yeah, I feel like if you're looking yeah. short term, probably the attacking yeah. upside because the home fixtures against Sheffield United and Fulham will mean goals 
if you're looking yeah. longer term, then maybe the tackle tiers because the away game against Newcastle and Villa, that's going to be there. Yeah. And we don't know if the Bournemouth game is going to be on yet because of the FA Cup stuff, right? So. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. I mean, I think probably won't be on is what we'd all assume, isn't it? But it only needs a cup upset next week, doesn't it? But yeah. I think, yeah, I think you've summed it up well there. I think if it's like anything with this, if if you're going short term, you should try and get them. You know, I'm you sorry. want the hat trick and the the you know the forty pointer or whatever. If you're looking to stick with it, then that's where you want your people who just tick over with a tear point and a you know five 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 five, isn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm. Yeah, I, I I'd be annoyed if I was on the if I just got a ten pointer and and Wolves went off fours and fives. Yeah, so which wouldn't I think surprise got, me. If they potentially could as well. No, I, yeah, I think they're they're a good side. I mean, I think. Possibly tend to be better away from home. I don't know if the stats back that up, but feels like their big results this season have been away. Um, but yeah, I think I'll go for Wang and hope that yeah. Uh, it's been Molyneux actually has been pretty decent for them this season, more than yeah. more than away from home. But um, they've been fairly good all round, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, James will attest to because he side, saw it yeah. firsthand with his eyes on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. lovely job. Yeah, definitely. Um, so on on Monday night is obviously uh, West Ham away at sorry at home to Brentford. I've only got Ariola. I mean, he's been sitting there for me for that captaincy. I've got no interest in any any anybody else afterwards. Like the likes of Tony, great. But I, and if you were buying on the night, I would probably go. Oh, I'm biased here. <laughs> I mean, I would probably go. Uh, I'd say with a Brentford player. But then they go into Chelsea and Arsenal straight after. So they've got tougher fixtures. Yeah. Whereas West Ham, you've got Everton and Burnley. But then West Ham are doing my nutting at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what? I um, think. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, I think my only. I'm the same as you. I've only got Ariola, so it will be that. The only thing that's possibly tempted me to try and get to Tony is, is that I think he'll be the best captain on. Is it the middle of March when the, the FA Cup weekend is? I think yeah. it's only that game and the Fulham Tottenham game on at the minute. Yeah, and if you've got they're they're away at Burnley, um, yeah, and obviously uh, Tottenham have got Fulham uh, at home at the moment. Yeah, uh, sorry, so the, uh, Aston, on the Saturday, that's right. Obviously, Aston Villa West Ham's on, but that's on the Sunday. Yeah, so if yeah. if we if the cup games go how we think they are, and that they that Saturday, if he's the best captain on the Saturday, but you've just said it's Chelsea and Arsenal in the middle. So you're probably not going to go to him then, are you? So no. I'm just wondering now, do I go on the Monday to cover if I need that captain on the in the middle of March? But the problem with that is, is who, you know, is who do you sell? I think because you're not going to sell Harland yet, you don't want to sell Ollie Watkins yet. No. We still no. need we still need to fit Slanky in our teams at some point for their. They've got that single day against Luton, so it's probably going to have to skip it and worry about that near the time or. Just stick with your Tottenham defender if you've got one, or no, exactly. Like Tottenham attackers, but yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. Getting to that day and Tony captain away at Burnley and thinking, you know, if I'm, a, if I'm against that, but yeah, probably want to worry about a bit further down the road. But mm. I'm yeah, sticking might, with, with Ariola. I know that some people yeah. might want to gamble on a, a Bowen or a Kudus or something like that, which. I can totally understand. The thing is, regular listeners to the, to the show or any shows, I'll usually always pull back West Ham to score in any given game, just because we've we've carried quite a decent attacking threat. Um, and yeah. look, Paqueta is potentially back. Um, but if you look yeah. at the, the last few games for West Ham, a blank against Nottingham Forest. Uh, we, we blanked against Arsenal. We blanked against Manchester United. And prior to that, we scored only one against Bournemouth. Uh, and then before that, Sheffield United, we scored two, but one was a penalty. So in yeah. five games, you're talking about one or two open goal. Five games, one or two open goals. It's not good from an attacking point of view for West Ham. So I don't really feel like even gambling yeah. on a Bowen or Kudus is is the one, really. If you've got Ariola just sitting there, it just, just put the armband on him because he does pick up save tiers. Um, and if there's a yeah. in there, all the better. And maybe it'll be the yeah. game that Ivan Tony finally misses a penalty and we pick up a I was gonna say, yeah, that'd be, never that'd know, be right? good, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be a turnout yeah. turnout for yeah. the books. Um so yeah. Cool. That's yeah. it. The captaincy for the upcoming days. Um so other than the Wolves transfer, I guess you've got no other moves particularly planned unless your hand is forced, I guess. 
No, yeah, just get get to a Wolves player and then try and um, probably try and sit still until Arsenal, Sheffield United a week on Monday, and that's when I think probably need to assess how many how many Arsenal we go into, and we'll know the cup games by then, won't we? So we'll know if yeah. that Chelsea game's on, and I think that might be the point where maybe come off a few of my City by then, because mm. um, they'll be obviously easiest easiest trans. Easy transfers, money-wise, and uh, assume City don't play in the cup quarter-final weekend. So, yeah, I think yeah, just go to go to Wolves and then yeah, try and have a plan for how many Arsenal we pile into for that that Monday night game. That is yeah, that Sheffield United like yeah, that's looking like a, a real uh, piling point for that for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rattle through some of the uh, tier points from the weekend, courtesy of fsstuff.co.uk. James normally does this bit, Gary, so I'm kind of not in my element, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. So listeners, uh, you know, cut me a little bit of slack, but I will go through uh, all of the tier points on the weekend, a few interesting bits that have come out from that. Obviously, uh, Brentford 1, Liverpool 4 was the early kickoff on Saturday. Both goalkeepers with uh, save tiers. Kelleher actually got into save tier two with five saves. I don't think many would have gambled on him if they'd have heard Alisson's injury, but maybe Alisson owners might have just gone sideways to him if they thought that that was a good yeah. move. But a save tier tier for him was decent. Flecken with a save tier one. Ivan Tony four shots with one of them. <clears throat> four shots on target, one goal. Um, passing tiers for Robertson and Van Dyke. I don't know if that indicates a kind of left-sided bias there for uh, Liverpool. But then they lost half of their right side, didn't they, with uh, yeah. uh, uh, Jota going off um, and so on. And no Trent on that side as well. Endo, uh, 69 passes, a tier one as well. And Jota picked up at the shot tier, as I mentioned earlier, with um, two shots on target. Tackle tier for Robertson as well. So he did he did okay out of that game. Uh, Burnley nil, Arsenal five. The only one player from Burnley, and that was a tackle tier. Unsurprisingly, Asignon with four tackles creeping into tier one. Uh, Saliba and Gabriel in the 80s, 81 and 85, respectively. So comfortable past tiers for them. Saka, obviously two goals, means a shot tier, but only two. Uh, and Odegaard got a shot tier as well. Uh, Odegaard crept into the passes with 61 as well. So not a it's huge not, amount of tiering despite a five nil. No, I was just, that's twice in a few weeks. Odegaard's got a passing tier, hasn't it? Which yeah, he's been... expect from that kind of player. It's usually the deeper midfielders and the centre backs who get the passing tier. So that might be something to keep half an eye on. I know it's been against Burnley, and was the other one against yourselves in that? Yeah, six 0 Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, game state with so... that. But yeah, he's no, I know, but it's been controlling the game, in a row, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Trossard, 69 minutes. He managed a, a whopping seven passes, mate. So, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, not as involved in the game. Uh, Fulham won, Aston Villa two for Fulham. Uh, Anti Robinson picked up a tackle tier, as did Paulinha, although he also picked up a yellow card, which makes him, yeah, luckily for out. you, unavailable for the weekend. Yeah, I, think it's, um, I think it's, is it two matches to be banned for? Yeah, now, 10, 10 yeah. cards now. So he's going to miss, yeah, miss a couple. Yeah. Uh, and Rodrigo Munez, I don't know if he's a cheap enabling option, but he picked up a goal and a shot tier to go with that as well uh, for Fulham. For Aston Villa, world-class Emi Martinez, uh, save tier. It was only Pau Torres back in the team with uh, pass tier for them. He picked up 63 and Ollie Watkins, two goals means two shots on target. But other than that, not a huge amount in that game. Uh, Newcastle 2, Bournemouth 2, both goalkeepers do Bravka and Neto four saves, so into the save tiers. Uh, Miley, Lewis Miley for Newcastle, six tackles one, so a tier two for him, which is pretty decent. Anthony Gordon, two shots on target, uh, obviously one being the penalty that he scored. Penalties as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, For Bournemouth, uh, tackle tiers for Zabania, tier one, uh, Lewis Cook, tier two and Dominic Solanke was obviously in the shot tier. He, well, I say obviously he did pick up a goal and assist to go with that shot yeah. tier two as well. Uh, Nottingham Forest comfortably beating West Ham 2-0. Um, some decent tiers there. A save tier for the goalkeeper. Uh, shot tiers for Danilo, Ilanga and Awani. They did have a couple of one-on-ones. Uh, those guys could have po- probably got themselves more points as well. Uh, Dominguez in the middle of the park, six tackles, one. So tackle tier for him. For West Ham, Ariola, two, uh, six saves. So tier two saves for him. 
Aguerd picked up 66 passes, but nothing else. And Alvarez, uh, four tackles, one. So nothing exciting there. Uh, Spurs won Wolves two, but some big numbers for Spurs players. Uh, Vicario picked up five saves, so got into tier two. Defensive assets, Van de Ven. 99, he'll have a flake with that. Uh, Romero, 105 passes. Emerson Royal, also 75. So all three of them picked up um, tier two. Yeah. Bissouma, 66. So he got into tier one. Uh, Deki Kulu, two, two shots on target. Three players with tackle tiers out of that Spurs game. Emerson Royal, Eve Bissouma, and Kulu as well. Uh, Bissouma was tier two, the others tier one. So a lot of tier points came out of that. Spurs a lot of tiers, game, that, isn't it? Yeah, especially yeah. in the game. They controlled the game it. You get but... beaten as well, yeah. Mm. Uh, for Wolves, on the other hand, uh, Saar picked up four uh, saves. Shot tier for Gomez, who picked up two goals. And a shot tier for Sarabia. One of them went in, obviously. Gomez, six tackles, one. So uh, when we're talking about Huang and, uh, and Neto, Gomez... Third for tackles, one in the league all season yeah. is very, very good. It makes him particularly uh, attractive, and it's biased there by those two goals make that a monster haul for him. Um, What's so. his? Uh, I haven't got the. What, what, how much is Gomez? You are putting me right on the spot there, but yeah, I am going to. I am going to pull it. I'm up. just wondering because the Huangs and Netos are around that that sort of eight million high sevens mark, isn't Six, it? Six so, nine. Yeah, so you know, it's another you know. People. Sorry, I'm looking at Toti Gomez. Should look at the right oh. Gomez. <laughs> Guess what he is? Six nine. Six nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, six nine. So all I'm thinking is Gomez is then people might have already you've, you mentioned Cole Palmer, but Gomez is a bit near that Cole Palmer price. Then, yeah, isn't enabler. He? So if you ain't got a lot of money lying around, easy. if you steal yeah, into City with your Hollands, De Bruyne's, yeah. and what have you, then then that's understandable. Yeah. Um, Whereas if you need a Huang, you're looking at about the eight million mark, aren't you? Yeah. So it's all the million you've got to find. So. Yes, Matt, something to bear in mind. Uh, Man City won, Chelsea won. Uh, Edison picked up save tiers, as did Petrovic. Tier two for Edison, five saves, and tier one for Petrovic. Uh, The shot tiers, Holland picked up a shot tier despite blanking. Uh, Raheem Sterling, shot tier two to go with his goal. Uh, Some big passing numbers at the back for Man City. 91 for Ake, 101 for Ruben Diaz, uh, only tier one for Kanji, 63, but he still picked him up. Uh, Rodri, 82, which you might consider quiet for Rodri because he quite often gets into the triple triple yeah. digits, but 82 is a comfortable tier two to go with his goal as well. Yeah, um, another goal for I don't him. know what it will take for us to just captain Rodri in any Man City game, any given time. Um, yeah. It wouldn't surprise I know, me. Yeah. I don't know what his points difference is with him and, and um, Holland for the season, but... He might be up there as their their highest point scorer at some point, surely. I suppose obviously Alan's missed a few ma- few more matches, I would say, but yeah, yeah. he's 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 so consistent, isn't he, Roger? I mean, yeah, he only no, no one watches suspension. <laughs> yeah, no one needs to us to tell him, but he, he just he gets a bit of everything, doesn't he? And he's added goals to his game this season as well. Yeah. So four players from Chelsea in the tackle tiers. Tier ones for Enzo Fernandez, Moise Caicedo and Conor Gallagher. Unsurprising. Uh, Malo Gusto, eight tackles, one. So uh, a good result for him. Uh, Sheffield United, nil, Brighton, five. Only one player in the tiering for Sheffield United. Guess who it was, Gary? Oh, uh, the nil. keeper. Six, keeper. <laughs> yeah, seven six, saves. Six, yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, yeah. Some of these uh, pass numbers, I'm going to call them out. I'm sorry to say. But uh, the defenders, Robinson and uh, Ahmed, Ahmed uh, yeah, you know, 16 yeah. <laughs> and 11, respectively. There's only one player that made 20 or more passes for Sheffield United, and that's Souza. Everybody else yeah. was less than 20 passes. On the flip side, uh, ta- uh, shot tiers for both Welbeck and Adingra. Adingra got into tier two. Are you ready for some of these numbers? Uh, Lewis Dunk, 155. Van Heck, 137. Billy Gilmore, 120. Pascal Gross, 116. 
Total, total domination. Buenanote cheekily jumped into a tackle tier as well with uh, yeah. four tackles one. Uh, Luton, Manchester United, uh, Kaminsky take tier two. Anana picked up a save tier as well uh, in that game. Yeah. Only Luton players with past tiers, finally. <laughs> Not a single Manchester United player. Well, the highest Manchester United player on passes was Bruno Fernandes, 37. Yeah. Second was Kobe Mino, 35, and everybody else was lower than that, so very low. What was it? What did Varane what did Varane finish on? He was the only centre back to play the whole match for us, wasn't he? Nineteen. So yeah, so that's what I was saying about Van Dyke. I know it's at Anfield, so and Liverpool are a better side than United, yeah. but you know, th- th- those passing numbers from them centre backs are decreasing now. That Harry Maguire was only uh, only fourteen in and yeah. so was Luke Shaw in the in the, the minutes that they played. But Evans only picked up 16 when he came on and Lindelof six. So yeah. even if you combine them, they're less than 30, mate. Very, very low. Yeah. Uh, Barkley yeah, and Sambi Lakonga uh, were in the past tier, 62 and 69. And Ogbene picked up a shot tier. Who cares about passes though, Gary? Because Rashford to Fernandez to Garnacho to Hoyland three all got shot tiers. So four players yeah. in shot tiers. You'll take that over yeah. any players in past tiers any day of the week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Everton won, Crystal Palace won on the Monday night. Uh, for Everton, two players got into tackle tiers and both at tier two, Garner Gay and Ben Godfrey. Uh, and one player with past tiers. That was Tarkovsky with 62 at the back. Uh, Johnston with three saves for Crystal Palace. And uh, only Tyrick Mitchell, who can be a bit of a tackle monster, picked up four mm. tackles for anybody that may have gambled on him as, um, as the go-to. Joachim Anderson, who you went to, 25 yeah. passes. Yeah, I thought he might. I thought. Very low. Get, yeah, I thought they might get closer, but yeah, it's done now, isn't it? But yeah, it probably, like I say, probably should have left it, but mm. it's all about the Burnley game now. He it might is. get ahead in a 1 0 win. Fingers crossed. Uh, Manchester <laughs> City won Brentford nil last night. Flecken, nine saves comfortably in tier two, and Onyeka picked up a shot tier. That was it for. Uh, Brentford again uh, only Norgard 33 passes got into the 30s everybody else was 20s and lower Um, so yeah particularly low Manchester City a few players in tiering so shot tier one for Diaz Ruben Diaz cheeky little 30 yarders whatever he was trying last night and Phil Foden Holland four so four shots on target tier two which was which was nice Uh, one two three four five players in passing tier tier two for Foden Rodri and Akanji, 106 for Akanji. Uh, Stones and Bernardo Silva were in tier one. No tackle tiers in that game at all. So, yeah, a lot of past tiers. Again, control for Manchester City. Yeah. Um, not as much as in the Chelsea game, surprisingly, in terms of past volume, but they they were all there still comfortably as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, plenty there um, that stand out. I think there's there's nothing spectacularly new that we, we kind of learned, but but little bits and pieces. For sure. Cool. Uh, last but not least, shall we get into some of the questions that we've had in on the oh, on, internet? Yeah. I'm going to do it while I pull them up. I'm juggling screens all over the place. I yeah. don't know how me and James do it. Normally, we're just sitting <laughs> with the camera there. Maybe uh, having Nico around uh, helps. Is this, where, is this where we need to apologise for people asking James questions and they get me and you trying to wing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Sometimes it's for the entertainment as well as yeah. it is for the education yeah. part of it as well. <laughs> But maybe we can help FPL well, Wales. Has your chip strategy changed since the second pod on it? So James has just replied with a gif of him banging his head against the wall. <laughs> Sky <laughs> FF, buddy, you need yeah. to save those for the FPL uh, pods. AD has a question. If you didn't have a Liverpool player, would you buy or skip? Uh, for me, it's a buy. Like we said, we talked about it earlier. Yeah, for tonight. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I with think, that Forest think... game as well, Luton at home and Forest away in any normal circumstance. If you think about the Luton game tonight as a Friday night game rather than uh, what that Wednesday night game, you you would go in on a Liverpool asset. Um, I yeah. suppose the only the only um, question mark there is with the injuries, who do you go to? Yeah, and just bear in mind that the Forest game is in what ten eleven days. Now, yeah, it's so quite a way away. The one that you, the one that you go to now. Let's say he went to Gakpo, for example, if we knew that Darwin and Salah were out. 
just bear in mind that in 11 days' time, Gakpo might be off the table for you. So, But it might not, if he gets a hat-trick tonight against Luton, then you probably don't care. So it's just, that'd be the only thing to worry about, wouldn't it, is don't necessarily expect to need him for, for the Forest game and treat that as a bonus. But I don't think you can skip no. Well, Liverpool at top top of the league at Anfield. Luton are playing really well at the minute, but it's it's you know I, I don't think you can skip it. And I think with Liverpool, with both of those games, I feel like a, a past here is is uh, going to be uh, something that's going to be an option. So you can go defensive as well as attacking. I don't. Yeah, you could you could go to Van Dijk, couldn't you? If you haven't got Van Dijk, then that's a, if you can get there. But oh, you know, or Kelleher, you've just said, haven't you? Yeah, you know, probably um, yeah. Yeah, Everyone do we get a prognosis him. on Alisson? Do we know how long he's going to be out for? Is it going to be a little while? No, but um, if, if they're talking hamstring, then, you know, it must... We don't know. Look, you'll see the team tonight, you know, if Kelly can get you a clean sheet tonight and still be in the team, it's just whether you want to make transfers on a goalkeeper that's that might get sold. But I think there'd be enough options defensively and attacking-wise to make it worth your while tonight. Mm. You know, Luis Diaz usually plays most weeks, so that might be. An easy I've one. got a, a real soft spot for him from previous seasons where I've owned him yeah. in, in fancy games. Uh, I've not owned him a lot this season, and to be honest, he no, hasn't, been, he hasn't uh, been tearing it he's up. Been off, this he's been off the bar. He's had a lot going on, didn't he? To be fair but to him, but um, you know what the capability is with him. He's, yeah, he's an incredibly talented player. Yeah. Uh, Patrick needs a defender for the next few weeks at seven point six million or less. <laughs> He already has Wolves v Brentford coverage. I've kind of sorted it on the FPL web on the uh, Sky FF. There we go. You got me thinking about FPL now, Mister Wells. Um, the highest scoring at below that value is Van Heck, and he's considerably lower at six point seven from a price point of view. Uh, in terms of like single game days that are coming up, um, obviously if he's got coverage for for Wolves and the Brentford single game day, then and the likelihood he's going to have coverage for Sheffield United, uh, Arsenal, then yeah. there isn't really a huge amount of coverage unless you're really thinking about Wednesday the 13th, which is uh, Luton against Bournemouth. And if you did you really want to buy a player now to think about that, I don't mind like a, a Senesai is, a, is potentially an interesting option from Bournemouth. Uh, he's at 6.9. He has scored yeah. a couple of goals this season so far. And... Bournemouth, obviously, Man City this week, so it's not ideal. But then you've got Burnley, Sheffield United, Luton, and uh, which is a single game day, followed by Wolves maybe in the Cup, and then Everton, Crystal Palace, Luton. So they've got a prolonged, decent run after Man City. Yeah. Whether or not you'd want to move it now or go in on the Sunday for the Burnley away game um, for a yeah. Bournemouth defensive player, you are fishing around the barrel a little bit down there, yeah. aren't you? What, what? How much are the how much are the Wolves defenders a Kilman are in it? Uh, Dawson like is that. the you could get Dawson seven point three, Nico's yeah. cousin Nelson Semedo seven point five. We mentioned Toti Gomez six point nine. You could you could get eight Nori seven point two, but he's not really in this format. No, I don't. They're not great in this format. I'm just thinking if you. If you need, presumably they need it that value for something else. So if it gets your captain on, gets your captain on Sunday, um, that you might be able to leave there rather than having to. Because if you're gonna, like you just said about a Juan or an Eto, yeah. you might go there to have to come off for that Chelsea one. So you might put yourself two transfers in there. As if you can get a captain out of a Wolves one, and it allows you to do something else, mm. might. But they're not. I don't. They're not good for the tears, are they Wolves in this defensively? I don't think so. Yeah, Steve is currently ranked 207. Yeah. I always love it when people with decent ranks come <laughs> and ask yeah. us questions. Like, <laughs> yes, okay. Um, but he's talking about Edison to Flecken to cover the single game day rather than Tony. With Tony, we'll have to move again to Solanke. Also, if Salah doesn't start tomorrow and is on the bench again, would you bring in or bring in for the Forest game Saturday week with no fixture game? So... I, I I don't know about Salah. Like James is talking about Salah. James um, messaged me, and obviously we can't go into detail into what his thinking mm. is, but he doesn't think he's going to get to Mo Salah until the 31st of March, which is the Brighton at home game. So he's going to be Salahless for quite a while. I, I suspect the Everton game in the quarterfinal FA Cup weekend won't happen. So then yeah. you're missing Luton tonight. We don't know his injury status. Forest at home, City at Forest away, sorry, City at home. 
Yeah. Can you go without? I, I feel like you can. If you've got money burning a hole in your pocket, by all means. If he's available and starts tonight, it's behind the sofa well, yeah, type I mean, that, stuff, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, then worry that's about cat amongst it. the pigeons, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but... it really does does make a difference. Yeah. Um, but that Monday night, I, 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 I do see the attraction of Tony for the captaincy. But if you're then going to move, it's it's basically three games before you move it on to Solanke. Yeah. Uh, sorry, two games before you move it on to Solanke. Worth and then, like I was, well, like I was just saying as well. And then, if you do get Solanke, you might want to go back to Tony for that Mar- middle of March, is it the sixteenth mm. of March for the Burnley game? So then, yeah, you know, at least with a fleck, and you then that would cover you that Saturday as well. If you did, if you did need a keeper, then. With Captain Flecken at, away at Burnley wouldn't be the... But I mean, do Brentford keep enough clean sheets? And uh, I mean, he gets a lot of, he's got a lot of saves, saves recently, hasn't they're, he, Flecken? They're, but they're better he's been away from by home. City twice. Yeah. They're, they're more yeah. of a pain in the, the, the backside away from home. And West Ham, Arsenal, yeah. Burnley, three of the next four are all away from home and then Chelsea at home. So you, you can expect him to uh, shithouse a, a clean sheet somewhere within yeah. that. Flecken's right yeah. for save tier as well. Um, yeah. He does pick up save tiers again, like, it, like last night was nine saves. So uh, whilst he's conceded only one goal, he's done all right in the save tier there. So it's a five pointer yeah. still. I, I don't yeah. mind that fleck and shout, to be honest with you. It's, no, I don't hate it. Save a transfer in there. Um, yeah. Gigi Magpie, would you rather go? Uh, here we go. It's, it's one of your boys, Garnacho, to yeah. do Garnacho to Huang and Neto, or Neto, sorry, or Pickford yeah. to Jose Sarr. To cover the single game day, um, I'd be I'd be going if you can afford it. I'd be going Garnacho to the Wolves attack. I I think Saar probably gets a clean sheet on Sunday, doesn't he? Probably. Yeah. Although, but that that might be a limit. So what? That'd be nine point and you know. Whereas Huang Huang Neto etc. There could be some real points in that, and uh, you know Pickford's a Pickford's a good solid keeper, so you're not losing out there. Ganacho's doing really well, but you know we got we've got the City game coming up. We might blank in that middle middle of March fixture. So yeah, I think I'd probably try and get the upside on the Wolves player. I think, I think it's similar to what we discussed earlier with those fixtures being home fixtures, Sheffield United, Fulham, go yeah. with the uh, attacking upside. And and I'm yeah. in agreement with you as well. There's, I don't think there's much in it in terms of fixture gain, um, in terms of volume of fixtures or who's got better fixtures to dive into no. from an attacking point of view. I think I'd go with the attacking upside there. Uh, yeah. Lee says, I struggle to keep up with all the long-term talk when I'm a newbie, newbie to Sky. Any chance of a section that covers daisy chains or short-term hop-ons uh, a little bit clearer? Uh, yeah, we can have a look at that. I mean, um, that'd be one for James. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, I think that's the, it is difficult when you... I mean, I've been playing this for six, seven years now. So it is getting your head round when them fixtures are coming and, you know, but... Yeah, it's just having just always have a look a couple of weeks ahead, isn't it? And think if I buy this player here, when when am I coming off and if I need to come off and you know, and, and equally it's things like if you know that you want a captain salary in three weeks, right, well when I'm when's the next Sunday or Monday night I can buy him, isn't it? But mm. yeah, I'm sure James's James's planner will sort that. Agreed, agreed. Uh one topic of conversation that's come up a few times. Um, is when does KDB become a problem? Because obviously, look, if Salah's in the team tonight and people have got this itchy trigger finger of <laughs> yeah. KDB being benched yesterday, I'd go back to our Man City correspondent, Johnny. I mean, he tweeted something this morning. I've seen enough of KDB. It's time for, and I think he put the crown, being Egyptian king Mo Salah. And Johnny did probably tweet that from an FPL point of view. Yeah. But it's highly relevant. Um yeah, the big upside, and they've got obviously a lot of fixtures coming up. I think if Salah was fit tonight and I saw him in the team, I could be tempted, you know, um, just to go I, for I, it. Stick me I on could be, yeah. From yeah, KDB. Be, yeah. Um, yeah. K, the, the thing with KDB compared to Salah, 
that I would just say is one, one thing I do, I do like personally from my style in Sky is all rounders. So it could be a shot tier, it could be a tackle tier, it could be a pass tier, could be goals, could be assists. He's one of those players that will get you a little bit of everything anytime. Salah generally is goals, assists, shot tiers. It's not pass tiers or tackle tiers or anything else. Yeah, but the the flip the flip is though that you if Salah plays, you captain him, whereas you probably never captain De Bruyne. Yeah, particularly if you own Holland. So that's the other, so other never, element. That's the it? problem with that's the problem with De Bruyne is in this format is that you get the flip of his all round game, but you probably never captain him. So yeah, so I don't think he's a problem, De Bruyne, but I think he's an obvious opportunity to to move on as soon as you know where you want to go with it. Mm. Uh, Streaky uh, 0.1 short of doing Palmer to Huang. Any alternatives below Huang? Well, we talked about it. Uh, Gomez. And get the yeah. right Gomez, not Toti. Yeah, um, yeah. Gomez is, is the one to go for. And he'll, he'll possibly pick up a uh, tackle tier there for you. Look, he just picks up shot tier, which was decent. So um, is, is, Neto, is Neto more expensive than Huang then? Or is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I don't have it open in front of me. I'm going to open it in yeah. front of me, but I'm going to say yeah. yes. I'm pretty sure that um, that he is. Um and I'm not sure if, the, uh, if Huang. I'm not sure uh, who's down as a midfielder and who's down as a, as a forward in this. Uh, Pedro Neto is seven six, so he is down as more um, in this format. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think it'd be Gomez, uh, Joao Gomez. I should say not Jose Gomez is uh, is the one to look at. The problem um, is now, so you've said Toti Gomez so many times, this is where we're going to go and get Toti. Do it so I can overtake you. Yeah. Joao Gomez. Mm. Um, but don't be thinking he's going to pick up two goals in every single game. No, uh, no. Because that's, that's not likely, but he may pick you up a uh, tackle tier. Um, okay, no, and last question of the show, we'll give to Alex, FPL Physics. Um, we have talked about this uh, Arsenal-Sheffield United game on Monday the 4th which is the day after the Manchester derby yeah. uh, where you obviously have City. Do you have uh, any thoughts on how many Manchester City players you're going to be moving on to Arsenal players? I've currently on four, which is De Bruyne, Haaland, Rodri, Foden. I think Haaland and Rodri stick. Yeah. De Bruyne for me may go to Sarah earlier which means it's only Foden that I've got left to go to Saka. But there'll be an other player that will move to Saliba. I'll end up with Saliba and Saka on that day, whether or not they're all yeah. from... Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll... I think, obviously, no one's selling Haaland. I think Rodri, again, we've just spoken about him. I think, for me, any other city I've got by then, there's a there's a chance it all goes to Arsenal. Um, so that'd be Aki for me. Um, De Bruyne, Foden... Um, so yeah, I think the Salah news will be key to that one. If 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 it sounds like Salah's back and he might be back tonight, obviously. If not, yeah, if not, it might be. I might just go, you know, Ford and De Bruyne to Saka and Odegaard and get another defensive on him. But and we'll know the we'll know the cup we'll know the cup layout by then as well. I think, won't we? Um, so then you'll be able to plan. You know what's That's, going on yeah, in that. Yeah, obviously, and... it's 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 not only that. Uh, with the quarterfinal weekend, sixteenth, seventeenth, we we then have the international break, and we, yeah. we don't fully know the April fixtures. So James is all talking about when the yeah. April fixtures come out. So something like a Bournemouth, for example, uh, we don't know the Crystal Palace Luton games that are after the uh, the end of March. Like, should any of them become single game days or captaincy options, and it piling into Bournemouth becomes even more potentially attractive and that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, a lot yeah. a lot still to become clear in the next couple of weeks. Um as Yeah, I think kind it depends on your depends on your transfer account as well. Cause I think I've been guilty of this in, in FPL these last few weeks is is ignoring Arsenal because they might blank in twenty nine. Yeah. And given in Sky you can move off players a bit easier and position wise and the Monday, Friday Rotations, things like that. Um, I think I think skipping the Arsenal Sheffield United game. You know, I'm not saying you have to get fives and sixes, but you know, you, you don't want to just be having a, a Saliba in that, do you? you? You're going to need a. You want a mi- bit of a mix of everything. So then they've got Brentford on the Saturday after it, haven't they? I think. Yeah. So even if it then turns out that, like you say, we need Bournemouth and other stuff, then 
there is opportunity possibly after that Saturday with the Brentford game to, to start moving on again. But yeah, I think the upside on that Sheffield United game could be too big to resist. Indeed. Good, good. Gary, thank you so much for joining me um, and filling in James's boots. You've done an amazing job, I think. Um, no problem. Thanks for yeah, having me. As much as I'd love to say that, uh, yeah, we survived without him. Like, James is James. He's a one-of-a-kind, isn't he? So, uh, hopefully, yeah. Touchwood, he'll be back next week for Planet Sky FF. We've got the full uh, review of the second half of game week, whatever it is in FPL. What are we, 24? I don't know. 25. 25 yeah, double game week yeah. with the the second half of the Luton Liverpool uh, double game week tonight. So that will be tomorrow. Make sure wherever you're listening to the podcast, you are subscribed for that. Uh, where can people follow you? Give it a shout out, Gary. Just give them. Uh... Uh, nowhere, just on your superb Slack channels. I'm often in there chatting, but yeah, I've uh, been Twitter, X, oh, whatever I'll... it's called. Yeah, um, and, and tell so. me something. Your life is better for it, right? Yeah, I think it just uh, obviously you still get sent stuff, so you still you know look at stuff and things like that. But looking on that and the yeah, some of the stuff that gets on there, it gets you a bit. You just get, yeah. especially if you're into obviously there's other stuff going on in football. If you're into your yeah, yeah. The, the state of the country at the minute, which you eloquently spoke about when you were talking about moving to Portugal and things like yeah. that, you get yourself in so many wormholes and it just winds you up. So just, totally. just don't go on it. Yeah. Good, good. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, best wishes going out to my partner in crime, James. I'm sure he'll be back fighting fit in the next couple of days. And thank you for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of Planet Sky FF. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to the show. If you want to come and chat to Gary on Slack, it's patreon.com forward slash planet FPL. You get ad-free podcasts. You get additional content each and every weekday from intermediate plus tier onwards. You get James's fixture planning spreadsheet. We have prize leagues and a whole bunch more fun as well. We'd love to have you over there supporting the show. That's uh, patreon.com forward slash planet FPL. Other than that, stay safe, look after yourselves. And I get to say it today. Cue music, please, Manchild. Sports Social Podcast Network.